excuse me, happy, happy Wednesday, happy hump day, wherever you are on this still phenomenal planet. I'm your host, Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent. Oh, it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting week. And I'm having more and more discussions. In fact, my sis Trinity, all the way from New York, gave me a call and she was reaching out. Let me just break my camera. She was reaching out just had some questions and we got on the topic of solar panels and it's not the first, it's not going to be the last. And I'm noticing I'm having more and more conversations about solar panels. So I am calling this episode solar panel pain, pains. Oh, and I will delve into selling and buying real estate with solar panels. Now, of course, this is not, this is not me taking shots or jabs at any of you who who sell solar panels as part of your business because i know a lot of real estate professionals are getting hit to either uh contracting with company to sell uh, water uh, uh what do you call it uh, solar panels uh, there's something else in there too energy efficient programs uh green programs that's wonderful that's wonderful I just ask, is it in the best interest of the client, the homeowner, and you know, what is how it affects their long-term plans? Because I've come across some clients who recently I was touring a property out in the Santa Clarita area, and the seller, unbeknownst, so I'm I'm representing my buyer clients who who have been thinking about selling and then they want to uh, get a replacement property. And the listing agent there who represents the seller said, unbeknownst to her, the sellers put solar panels on the roof. She said, I just sold this property to them about two, three years ago. They didn't have solar then, but they have solar now. How many of you have put solar panels on your homes or purchased properties with solar panels? Let's delve in today. We're going to just dive in here. As you can see, I've already started going in on it. And I, I just want to speak from a place of what, what I experience, right? What we have to deal with, especially when we are financing these purchases, meaning the buyers financing it with a first lien mortgage, and then you have a solar panel lien, you're asking the buyer to assume it. So we'll get, a, get into all of the details about that. Before I do that, of course, I want to say, uh, hi, hello to those of you out there. Make sure you are writing down your goals. We are now in third quarter 2022. <laughs> third quarter 2022. This is incredible. Things have been moving incredibly fast to me that I've had to take some pause. I, I've got to catch up on my schoolwork. And, and on top of that, we are having the boot camp, the real estate 100 boot camp starts tomorrow in South LA in collaboration, sponsored by Vermont Slauson Economic Development Corporation. Shout out to the team at Misla, the Best Buy, you know, and, and everyone who's helped put that together. So we went from virtual during the COVID thing, and now they have a brick and mortar building that all the youth, everyone in the community can come and check out their resources, check out the, the Teen Tech Center. And I am honored and stoked 
that Super Agent gets to be live and direct in class style with these young scholars who will be learning uh, the technology alongside what to do with their six-figure earnings as we cover real estate and financial literacy. Woo-woo! Yeah, that's talk about writing down goals. Those are my goals. Those are my goals. Imagine I wrote this book and had this wild idea back in 2015 to teach real estate literacy to young scholars. And that book and that program now sells across the country, not just this country, but also the UK, Spain, because we have it in Spanish. Uh, I've seen it in Canada, just all over, thanks to the internet. So thank you, thank you, thank you all for continuing to support what we're doing. I've had to uh, become, uh, you know, expand my tentacles, if you will, and uh, collaborate and connect with other organizations that already have the, the, the basis or the foundation. And I just come in <clears throat> and I'm saying that, that I can come in, you can bring bring me in and I'll be happy to do our boot camp and we customize it. So if you just want to do one day, I can do a one day session. If you want to do a three day session or a four week session, you tell us, we'll, we'll you know, build it out and customize it to your needs and budget and budget. Okay. So that was my little spiel about quarterly goals, because for me, I'm in my wheelhouse. I'm having a fantastic time that I get to uh, I get to do this right. I get to pour into the next generation. If we're looking to fix the now that used to be our tagline for our nonprofit organization, Real Estate 100 Foundation, Youth Foundation. Again, if you weren't privy or haven't been keeping up. We dissolved that and revamped it in a different way. So we're just, we're still doing the same work. We just revamped it and are doing it in a different way. Okay. So uh, the tagline was fix the next to teach the now. In fact, Ready, Set, Real Estate was the platform that we were able to highlight over 60 independent contractors in the real estate industry that does not require a college degree because we wanted to show and highlight real estate careers in this business that don't evolve or revolve around just the real estate sales professional, just the buying and the selling, but there is a, an, an entire industry. And this is a trillion dollar industry. Last I checked, I was eating bananas, so excuse me. <laughs> Last I checked, <clears throat> trillion dollar industry, whether we go flip flop or boom or bust, uh, people are still selling and buying real estate and it doesn't change, right? We just pivot our marketing. Our client goes from being the property owner to then when we pivot in a down market or things are happening, then our client becomes the bank, right? And foreclosed properties or short sales where we require to get approval from the bank to sell a property short of what is owed on it. So our clientele just switches. Our clientele still is, you know, homeowner owner occupants is what we refer to them as investors are still out here developers are still out here so none of that really you know recession and boom and bust are part of the economic cycles this is what real estate does this is what real estate does <clears throat> all right disclaimers disclaimers for the show of course this information provided on the show i'm doing classroom style today 
uh, as we discuss solar panels. I've got some screenshots that I pulled off of uh, re legally recorded documents on a client of mine. I've, of course, redacted her property address and her information, but legally recorded documents on their property. And so I want to jump in so that you can really see the effect of solar, solar panels, how you finance them, whether you're really understanding how to finance them, what your options and how that is impacting your property. So because I'm going to be talking about this in the context of legally recorded documents, finance, uh, um, tax implications or consequences, of course, I want you to understand and know while I love you and I'm here for you, I do want you to seek legal and tax advice from those reputable licensed professionals. Okay. While I'm here for you, I still want you to go do your due diligence, your homework, your research, and get connected with the licensed professionals that can assist you. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Ooh, disclaimer. Disclaimer is about me. Not disclaimer. I covered disclaimer already. Y'all, I've just been having, <laughs> I've got a couple of deals that literally like, had their own fireworks before 4th of July. And I'm in like mending mode. I've been salvaging, keeping it together. I just read an email and one of the agents to my, I'm representing the buyer and the seller's agent sends me an email. She's like, we're 55 days in escrow. Do you want two and a half more weeks? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that just goes to show you, not even I, right? As an experienced professional, am immune to the market adjustments, right? The effect of those interest rates, which is why no matter how many times I say, check with your lenders, run those current rates, make sure your DTI is good. See if your lender is competitive. They might not be. Check to make sure um, your finances are still in good, good order. Don't add more debt. And so as many times as I say that, um, we'll still have moments where we got to go back to the drawing board and revisit, right? Re-strategize. So that's what I'm doing. I'm supposed to close this deal in 21 days and I'm 55 days in and still not near closing it. But, but we will get it done. We will get it done. That's what negotiating is all about. Negotiating with an experienced professional and the good news is I'm learning to detach. So I'm not stressed as I probably, as I probably would be in my early career of doing this. If I just watch like all my escrows, just literally just. <laughs> like what? I'd probably be stressed out now, now, because I'm working on those personal techniques that keep me grounded, keep me sane. And the important thing is level-headed so that I can be able to still think and negotiate these deals. That's what's the important thing. You've got to be doing things to help keep you focused and grounded so you have the energy to get up another day and show up and show up your best for your client. All right. While I'll say, while I am saying that, uh, again, for those of you who are new to me, Lisa Gillette, also a broker owner here of Devenio States, brokerage, independent brokerage in Southern California based here. I'm a pricing strategy 
uh, certified and advisor, uh, foreclosure certified and trained, short sales for a certified and trained experience, probate um, uh, trained and experienced. There is a certification, but you know, <laughs> probate is one of those things where you just got to like, you got to do, you got to really do. And I'm enjoying it, still enjoying it. We've got a couple more probates coming up. In fact, I've got one coming up in the Baldwin Hills area. So stay tuned if you're in the market for that location. What else? Uh, seniors Real Estate Specialists. That is where, uh, in terms of the youth. So, okay, while I care for everyone, I do have special, special, special places. <laughs> special places for uh, my youth group, right? My youth, my young scholars who I get to pour in, mold, teach and train them up, albeit they want to do real estate as a career, albeit they want to invest in commercial real estate or land or develop their, their, their um, you know, real estate goals. And see, just as I share with you about writing your real estate goals, that's one of the first activities I do with the youth in our boot camps is I have them write down their goals and they've got to design and give them a, a week to design however they want. I'll be it on the computer. I'll be it is my favorite word right now, apparently. <laughs> whether it's on the computer, whether they hand draw it, whether they're using a gaming system or software program, they get to draw out what their real estate vision looks like. And you'll be surprised. I've gotten amusement parks. I've gotten work, play, type living businesses where there's a place for them to live and place for them to work. I've gotten so many fantastic ideas that come out of them. And so I implore the same with you. Don't lose that childlike spirit and energy of envisioning and fantasy and imagination to execute your goals. you just got to map it out. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> so aside from the youth, my other near and dear spot, of course, is my seniors. Huge advocate for our senior community because they are just constantly being targeted. And I spoke with a client yesterday, he called me and, you know, his agent was threatened. He wanted to be out of the deal. And unfortunately, the agent was threatening, you know, and saying, you know, you'll owe us money, you know, if you sell your property to someone else. And it's that's not necessarily true. That's not all true. Read those contracts, right? Read those contracts. The contracts oftentimes stipulates if you sell to someone that the listing agent has procured, meaning they presented you a buyer, ready, willing, able buyer, and you deem the offer to be on acceptable terms. If you if you agree to that, and you later cancel and then somehow you and that buyer get together and you, you do the deal, you close, you likely would owe the commission, but that's not what's happening in his scenario. And that's unfortunate that they're using that to try to keep him in that deal when he wants out. So he's decided to muster up the courage and go ahead and move forward and, and cancel. And, and we wish him well, we, we support him in giving him the right direction for him to uh, move forward. All right. You know the price of admission. So we are talking about solar panel panes. Solar panel panes. You do know as an author, I just enjoy the play on words. 
solar panel panes. Yes. Let's do some water. And then we'll be right back after the sponsor break. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back, y'all. Stay tuned. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end -end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. Thank you. Thank you for our sponsor, Omnis Property Solutions. Check them out at omnispreservation.com. I imagine as you start to see the, the moratoriums expiring, uplifting. By the way, if you're in L.A., moratoriums don't expend. And those tenant protections are still in play until July 23rd, 2023. And even after when they end, I believe the order is they have an additional 12 months after the emergency order ends. So likely tenants have protection until 2024. That's where it is. So if you're in LA, make sure you're double checking with the laws of the land regarding tenant relocations and or evictions. The current phasing out of the moratorium, I've said that, and I haven't gone into detail. And the reason why I don't for me, I don't, I'm not deciding to cover it on the shows because there's too many different rules about uh, the moratorium and tenant protections by various states. Like Texas, they lifted the moratorium and they got rolling right away. Eviction started to roll out. And so being in a state like California, that's very pro-tenant, it, there's a long process right now before we get to that space and place where you can legally evict a tenant and not have to pay something. Right now I was reading that landlords, and this was in San Francisco, there was a, a recent ruling that you the landlord would have to pay first month's rent of legally evicting a tenant. So imagine if you're evicting them for non-payment so not only have they not paid you, but now you have to pay them equal to one month's rent. Oh, it's rough out here. It is. All right. You know the rules of engagement. If you don't, press one. Let's me know you're here. Press one. Let's me know you're here. Press two. Let's me know you've shared, shared it this way. You shared it this way or that way. And if I share anything that's mic drop worthy, Go ahead and drop the mic emoji in the chat below. Let's have some fun at all times. Even though I do share and discuss things of serious, serious matter, I do it in a lighthearted way to keep the mood optimistic and to just make this edutainment of a show more edutaining. I think you'll it'll stick better when we're laughing in between 
the pain, right? So we'll be laughing in between the pain. I'm going to share my screen now. Make sure you have a pen, pad, and pencil ready. Let's see, share screen, share screen, boom, solar panel pains. Like I said, this is no, this is, you know, I'm not taking shots at those of you who are working for solar panel companies and you're out here on a mission to turn the world into to a more energy efficient and moving us away from all this uh, elect, electrical consumption and the power plants. And I'm, I'm not getting into like missions like that, purpose and your mission. I'm not taking shots at you about how you do it. I am speaking from experience of what the after effect is once the panels are on and what I now, someone like me, has to come in and clean up. I have to come in and clean up the solar panel stuff. So to me, it's a pain. And I'm just going to call it for what it is because that's been my experience with every transaction that I've had that involved solar panels. Let me minimize this real quick so you all can see. All right. So here is a first example here of a notice of an independent solar energy producer contract. It just baffles me how many times like why people sign paperwork and they just don't have a professional or people read these contracts. It's just really the more the more and more I, I'm involved in my, my field and work and just doing anything. I mean, everything's a contract. Your cell phone's a contract. Your car is a contract. Everything there's a contract. When you sign on to Google, there's a contract, you know, user agreements. Ah, there's, you know, apps have contracts. There's just contracts everywhere. So it just, it, it just really starts, it's beginning to make me really concerned why people are not reading their contracts, because at some point it becomes too, too late to undo stuff. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get into this notice of independent energy solar contract. Let me see here what I'd like to do, because I'm using it on a PowerPoint, I likely won't be able to zoom this closer, but it's for example purposes. So let me, let me do it like this. Yeah, I think that's better. Yes, yes, we can. Yes, okay, all right. So let's uh, do it this way. Um, hold on, let me stop my screen share. I wanna fix something. I'm going to fix something. I knew I saw it and then I just saw it right now. So boom. Okay, let's bring it back. I'm just fixing my slide. Let's do it again. Boom. Okay. Here we go. Let's hide this here. Okay. So notice of independent solar energy producer contract. Now here's the thing with solar, solar panels. Uh, they can be financed. You can you know, pay them cash. Oftentimes people are financing them, paying a monthly payment. They are solicited and presented with a wonderful video that says how much you can generate. Um, you know, you can earn money or credits. This, you know, the, the, the utility company will pay you to generate. So while I'm not, and I will disclaim this, I'm not a solar panel expert. I'm a real estate broker. So as a real estate broker professional, 
I then come across this these contracts when they're recorded um, as part of your chain of title. Now, depending how you put your solar panels on, some have liens attached to them, right? Because by way of the financing, through the financing, they become liens attached to it. This here is a contract that's been recorded and attached to the chain of title. And then what happens is, is, is I've noticed in one of my most recent closings, depending on the verbiage here, and I didn't do the full contract. I just gave you a synopsis here that, you know, here is something that says it's legally, legally recorded, et cetera, right? Um, this company here is Vivint Solar Sunrun, IE Sunrun, and uh, seems like one of the more popular ones in, in certain areas. In fact, I'm starting to notice they are expanding in the LA area as well. And, you know, every time I see a solar panel go up or insta installation go up or a little sign that gets put in the lawn, what I do only because I know the mess that it's creating, I actually track that property because I'm likely, I, from experience, I know that property is going to end up going into default. What does that mean? When the homeowner, homeowner realizes 12 months later, the way they finance that, that solar panel uh, comes out to be more than what they expected, they no longer will be able to afford the home that they lived in for three years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, 50 years. So that's what I do right now is I'm just paying attention to people who are putting solar panels on their homes and I just do my little research and then sure enough, I'll soon find out that there'll be a notice of default recorded on that property because people are not really understanding the consequences to these types of contracts as it relates to the financing. You with me? Yes. So this right here, for example, is just a blurb and it says between the homeowner and us, you know, what our rescissions are, what our rights are and you know what we agree to do and what we're not agreeing to do in in, in essence right um it does have a little blurb in here you say it reads here the independent solar energy producers were required to provide a copy of the contract to a prospective buyer of the real property within 10 days of the receipt of a written request from the current owner of this real property so see, that's where I get involved. You may say, Lisa, what do you have to do with anything? Well, because you see here, this contract says that a buyer, a buyer who the buyer has, it's required, your contract, your solar contract says that you are to give notice within 10 days. Depending on which boilerplate standardized uh, real estate purchase agreement you use, there's language, at least California keeps getting hit our recent revisions of our purchase agreements have now been revised to be very, very clear about uh, PACE liens, HERO liens, home energy improvement uh, work and finance and solar. And so it has gotten more and more and more clear. Why? Because it's been more and more of a what? Solar panel pain. More and more of a solar panel pain. All right. So our contracts have become more clear about how many days do, does the seller of that property have to notify or give a copy of the contract to the buyer. 
And the reason being is because sometimes the terms of the sale may stipulate, what will it stipulate? You guessed it, that the buyer assumes the contract for the solar panels. Buyer assumes solar panels. That is usually a contract condition. I'm going to use a chat box for you. Yep. So the buyer assumes the solar panels. In the event that the buyer is assuming the solar panels, that means one or two things. The buyer is going to pay off the solar panels or the buyer is going to continue the payments on the existing solar panels. Shout out to ERGJ Enterprises, Evan Jefferson, and doing awesome things with the ERGJ group. And so we are streaming alongside their channel. Of course, you're connecting with us on Lisa Gillette and our radio podcast, Ready, Set, Real Estate. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in on the live. Make sure you drop hashtag replay below. Let's us know that uh, you're catching us uh, on the replay. So I'll leave this note here. So this is in the event we're negotiating a contract term that says the buyer assumes solar panels. What that essentially means is that not only does your buyer have to qualify or you, the buyer, have to qualify for the mortgage that they qualified you for or pre-approved you for. And let's say, for example, you were pre-approved for 400000 And now you have uh, learned that this property that you really, really uh, like, you really want, has solar panels and they are not paid off. Nor does the seller plan on paying them off. They're pushing that on to you. That means it's going to be an assumption. And with this assumption, then you've got to also qualify for your mortgage plus the additional monthly payment of the solar panels. Now, depending on how much, who, what, where, how, and I'm, I'm going to get into this because this is going to get really funky and messy when I start to talk about first lien positions. All right. So in this instance, I'm going to keep it here for now. I'm not going to jump into first lien positions yet. So for now, you've got your first mortgage. You want to uh, buy this property as solar panels. They owe $18,000. It was fairly new, meaning they just put it on a year ago or three years ago. And so now just three years ago, you have to assume the monthly payment of $165 per month in addition to your mortgage payment. Now, why is this a big deal? Why can this be a big deal? Thoughts? Why could it be a big deal if you are financing your, your purchase and then you also have to qualify for the finance of the solar contracts? Well, it's a big deal because it affects something called your DTI, the debt to income ratio. And the debt to income ratio is looking at your overall housing expense. So if you're looking at the overall housing expense in which you can qualify for, you can easily 
you know, based on your offer price and the contract price in which you got your offer accepted is one avenue. But then you find out the assumption of the solar panel may put you over your qualifying or borrowing power, right? It may put you past what you were pre-approved for. And in that instance, what does that mean? One or two things. Either the seller is going to renegotiate the price, meaning a price reduction. Mm, not so much. Don't count on it. Or what that may also mean is they will then have grounds to cancel their purchase because they don't qualify. That's it. They don't qualify. So as a seller and buyer, you've got to understand the terms and conditions in which you, you present your house for sale in terms of you marketing it. And then a buyer who decides they want to buy your property, is it best to pay off the solar lien so that the buyer is not assuming it? Or do you need them to assume it because you're looking to net a certain amount? Because 18000 is 18000 if you as a seller decide that you're going to pay off the liens, it's 18000 off your net sheet, meaning you make $18,000 less than you would had the buyer assume the $18,000 solar lien or solar contract, right? Okay, you're with me? How are you feeling about this? So far, I'm just referring to the solar panel contract itself. I'm not, until now, I'm going to now jump in to the lean of it, all right? So these little bad boys here are showing up more and more. Oh, they're showing up more and more. <laughs> these little, little bad boys here, pace, pace. It's called payments of con a payment of contractual assessments, right? Uh, notice of assessment and payment of contractual assessment. And, you know, there's, I just said as an author, I enjoy wordplay. So you'll appreciate the wordplay on this because their contracts say assessment and then in there it says assessment lien. And then in there it also says that the lender may treat this assessment as a loan. And then it also says this loan has an amortization schedule. And then it says it has an interest rate. And then it says it has a due date. And then it says it has a first lien position. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, you get me? All right. So here's the thing here. Uh, I believe here. So now my client, one of my clients has put solar panels on her roof. Why she didn't call me? Who knows? I don't know. Just like, hey, can you look at this? And you know, I'm, I'm thinking about selling at some point, but in the meantime, I want to get solar panels. Here's what's interesting that the logic, what the logical mind says is I want solar panels because I'd like to reduce the cost of my utility bill, right? I want to get solar panels because I'd like to reduce the cost of my utility bill. From experience and from few solar experts in, in who've been really candid and transparent have shared with me and I'll share with you. They said there were really good solar contracts before 2013, 15 might be some, some last good ones. 
But the real good ones were before 2013, almost 2011. So 2011, we're in 2022. So that would mean 11 years ago, there were really good solar contracts. And what that meant is you got a real good price for solar panels and the installation, and then you got great credits in terms of what that unit, those units were generating and converting into almost money for you because now you were generating energy and you weren't using all of it and then it would be able to be used or resold um, to utility companies right what i've been told and advised is these contracts are no longer available as part of the new solar installation part of the new ones okay it's not available and so what we have here now are these just kind of, it's like a mill, right? People come out, they're soliciting, and they're telling you about solar panels. And you have contractors who are soliciting for solar panel installation and using the home energy improvement program that essentially is a lien attached to your house. And in this instance, this solar panel, I believe this house is about a thousand square feet. She has six solar panels installed and the amount came out to 50,000 plus a $10,000 administrative fee, $50,000. What this says here, and I'm just gonna break it down for those of you who are unfamiliar with why this is becoming a solar panel pain and why I track it the way I do is because the homeowner receives financing, essentially uh, the financing is attached to their property taxes, both independent and codependent to the property tax. What that means is that the, the lien acts just like your property tax. Meaning if you don't pay your property tax, the county can foreclose on you after non-payment of five years. Now the PACE lien is not, doesn't have a stipulation of, oh, we'll wait. And if you don't pay us in five years, we'll foreclose on you. No, it acts as a regular loan. You miss a payment. They do have grounds to now move forward in a foreclosure action and, and foreclose on you. So another thing that's happening, and let's let's look at this. So the solar cost here, and this is an example here, solar modules. It says uh, solar modules, Aptos Solar Technology, 4,400 watts, cost 27,500, solar inverters, and phase 4,400 watt, $4,400. And then air conditioning, Bryant, three ton, $10,100 for a total cost of $50,000 was financed um, and that was attached to the property. So here's that little amortization schedule, nice little 30 year period. And it gives you the breakdown. Here's the interest 2465, the principal is 1100 for, they call it a total assessment slash lien. They call it assessment lien in the contract. 3569 with an annual administrative assessment fee of $95. So every year 
that's being tacked on into your property taxes for this particular client is $36.64.50. So every year, uh, her property tax has now increased by $3,600 for the next 30 years. Now, if you are a buyer, or excuse me, if you are owner, property owner who is on a fixed income or experiencing some type of hardship, then having an additional $3,600 can um, you know, really hurt, right? Because now if you're, you currently have a mortgage, I'm going to do the math. So we take 3660, divide that by 12. That's an additional $305 in your mortgage payment. Because mind you, your mortgage payment also includes your principal and interest of the loan, the property taxes of the loan, the property insurance of the loan. And if you have maybe mortgage insurance premium attached to that, another, you know, amount of tax of the loan. So now if you were already tight at whatever your mortgage payment was, imagine it being a lot more tighter with now an increase of $305 per month. So now it costs you $305 per month and your goal was to get your utility bill lowered. You see why I'm having challenges with this? logic, the solar panel logic, this to me feels more like a solar panel pain. Because over 30 years, mm -hmm. the cost of your solar panels, and this client actually got an AC as well, uh, now is going to cost $109,000, call it $110,000 over a 30-year period. You can pay it off early. Sure you can. You can pay it off early. In fact, it now holds first lien position. And what does that mean? That means if you have a mortgage company or a lender, they're really upset with you because you jump, just bumped them to second position. And that means based on the contract you have with your mortgage company, they have the legal right, but they haven't done it so far because there are too many people getting screwed by this. They have the legal right to call your loan due in full because you now bump them to a second lien position. And you've allowed this financing for solar panels now sit in a first lien position. So here's the blurb. I didn't make it up. I took it right out the contract. See, I, 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 read, I read for a living. That's why. That's, that's why I could see these things is because I read for a living. I implore you to get hip to just taking the time to read stuff. So what does it say here? It says the assessment lien until they are paid and shall be collected. Oh, no, let's start here. Whoops. So it actually shows additional administrative agreement shall constitute a lien against the property called the assessment lien until they are paid and shall be collected and shall have the lien priority as set forth in chapter 29 and may be enforced through judicial foreclosure action that could result in the sale of the property for payment of the delinquent installments and all penalties, interests, and costs of suit. That means foreclosure 
including attorney's fees subject to such forbearance and subordination as may be provided in any subordination agreement that may be executed between the county and any other lien holder now or hereafter. What does that mean? Means if you don't pay us, we have grounds to foreclose on you and sell the property to make sure that the debt in this instance of 109,000, depending when, right? So it, they'll give you a payoff statement depending what year you're in, but at minimum do know the minimum is going to be, see here, 61,800 minimum. If you keep it for 30 years, then yeah, you'll end up paying 109,000. If you decide that you're not gonna keep it and you wanna pay it off early, you can pay it off early. You just got to ask them for a payoff statement. Again, that's very interesting because you normally don't see that with regular assessments. You know, payoffs assessments are just attached and they run with the land. But this one has a, a hybrid. It's a hybrid type of loan lien assessment. And I think I may have given you the history of these types of liens. It came out back in 2008. I think they were right around 2007, 2008 as the market was going into a slump. Uh, it appears that um, Wall Street and county officials found a new way to make money off of property owners. And the way they made this program more appealing to investors to fund it, right, to fund this type of program, was that they gave them first lien in position and first they they proposed it to investors and they rejected because they said there's no guarantee that we'll get our money back you know if we fund something like this if we put pool in the money and fund something like this there's no guarantee we will get our money back but the council folks said aha ha what if we attach it to the property taxes and we give it first lien position that's when the investors say aha ha ha you're on to something. We'll take it. And now we have quite an uh, unfortunate mess. I mean, there's been class action lawsuits. I know uh, public council was one organization, a nonprofit legal organization that has been, ha has, was been fighting something like this. They were able to help a group of homeowners, but now the lien holders are pushing back and they're no longer releasing the liens. They're now holding homeowners accountable to reading contracts they're now holding homeowners accountable to the contractors that they hire to do the work on the property. So they're now holding homeowners accountable to these liens and say, no, 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 no. We weren't there when you did it. In fact, we asked you to sign the paperwork once you were content with the work completed and you signed. Furthermore, we sent an inspector out to confirm that the work was completed. Furthermore, we called you and did a quality control interview where you said on a recorded line that you were con content with the work completed. So based on those, uh, you know, process and their protections they put in play, they're no longer releasing those liens and homeowners are now remaining on the hook for that. So this is why I felt like we should be talking about solar panel panes is because they have become such a solar panel pain that most are being solicited to get solar panels. They're not clear of how it's being financed. 
And in fact, it's a real nasty, ugly lien being attached to your property that now in our in our standardized contracts, even their contract says it, you may be required to pay it off. You may be required by the lender to pay it off in the event you want to refinance because the Federal Finance Housing Agency will not insure or issue loans on properties with these types of hybrid loans because they hold first lien position. And I understand that they will not subordinate to the lender, which means they're not going to give up their position as first lien holder. And so based on that, your mortgage lender who maybe will do a loan of 400 to $500,000, $700,000, and you have one of these liens, for a $50,000 loan or a $100,000 loan, they're not going to take the back seat. Your lender is not going to take the back seat because they're carrying the greater risk. And they're not going to take the back seat in the event that the property goes into default, foreclosure, et cetera. Because lien positions determines what? Who gets paid first? The lower on the list you are, the less likely it is that you will be paid in full. You might get what's left. So this is why this is a big deal. All right, how are you feeling about this information? Helpful, heard about it, you know, had an idea, maybe a little bit more clear. Now, I I was having a discussion with a friend and who's also uh, based out in, on the East Coast. And she shared with me that New Jersey has similar liens but a lot of the work is not being done with permits, right? So uh, permits are required in, in respective states to, to have the proper installation. Uh, the other issue with this that I've noticed is that the contractors are skimping, right? So they are looking at roofs and, and although the roof might be at the end of its life, especially with these, a lot of these properties and people who are doing it have been in their properties at least 40 years. And usually that means they have not replaced their roof, roof, depending whether it's flat roof or whether it's the tiled roof, um, depending on the roof style, you may get a good uh, 10 and 12 years, 15 years, you might get 25 years out of it. If you're at a 30 year end of the roof life, then it's likely you need to get a new roof and your roof has got to be in a decent condition to sustain the installation of solar panels. Now I had a particular client that um, has had issues with the solar panels damaging her roof because it was not the solar panel contractor indicated the roof was good to go when in fact it was not. The, the, the roof was not in good condition. So that's unfortunate because now it cost her 19000 to uh, replace the roof and then had to remove the solar panels and it just gets all messy, sticky and ugly. So this is why I'm sharing from experience and what I'm seeing as these lien holders are first lien position, these nasty contracts, uh, some of these solar panel terms are not the best, but it is what it is. And as much as I don't like to say that, I've got to say it because ultimately it's on the buyer if they decide they want to purchase their property with solar panels. What we do here is make sure you have the information 
so that you can do your due diligence, your research. You know what I say all the time. Don't let Lisa lie to you. Mm -mm, don't let me lie to you. And you can do your own research and see if it's a good fit for you. You may devise a plan where you'll decide to pay off the roof. And what's interesting is that these contracts for the independent roof, uh, like this one, so a contract like this will say something like, uh, after you pay it off, you can remove it. We'll come and pick it up. And it's like, huh? <laughs> Why would I pay off? It's $18,000. And then I tell you, come remove your panels. You can have them. I just, it's one of those things. All right. With that, I say, uh, let's wrap it up. Have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week. Another information packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. This has been really great. Great connecting with you. And I trust that you will continue to write down your goals, execute your plans. And I will say buckle up as we're watching uh, this economy, not just from a national level, but on a global level, as we're starting to see some trickle down effects in all markets right now. And it's not just the real estate market, all economic markets are feeling it. All right. Okay. With that, I say, love you, love you, love you. We'll see you next week. Take care.